the faithful life. We're bringing you all the laughs, tips, and conversations that we wish someone would have had with us so that you can rock your own journey. I'm a mom of three who jumped right from Britain VA into businesses. I've learned, trusted, and experienced more over the years than my wedding planner certification ever taught me. And we're bringing it all right here to you. Hello, everyone. We are so excited for today. We're bringing back an episode that all of you seem to really enjoy and wanted more of. It is our Am I the Jerk series where we pull real Reddit feeds and we share stories for you word for word from what they've posted and give you kind of a real live in the moment responses and thoughts as wedding professionals. And, um, this will be a good one. Don't you think Jenna? Yes. I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. Um, some of my favorites, this was all your idea and (laughs) it honestly, I feel like it's such a good little mental break for us from, you know, researching and sharing knowledge, just giving a fun side of it. Yes. And getting to hear stories for the first time, like with the audience, it sounds, it kind of feels like. I know. I love it. And honestly, they're real life examples. So like last time I've actually had people tell me that they're struggling with those same things. And so being able to listen to different thoughts and opinions on it kind of helped them navigate it too. So even though this is fun for us, it is still helpful. So that's, you know, also good. Yes. So do you want me to start it off or do you? Yes. I have, I think I only have two today and you have three. So you go first. All right. Okay. So the first one is titled, am I the jerk for kicking a girl? I don't know out of my wedding. Um, my husband and I both 27 got married a few weeks ago and he obviously is still upset about it, but I don't think I was wrong. So I thought I would ask here. We only gave plus ones to married couples or if we knew them so well. My husband has one childhood friend that was coming from out of state to attend. I've met him a bunch, but only his girlfriend of three years a few times because of the distance. I didn't want to give him a plus one because my husband begged since he was traveling and I didn't know and didn't know anyone else at the wedding and he didn't want him to be uncomfortable or have to travel alone. I said fine just to make him happy. Flash forward to the reception. I see him with some girl I've never seen before. I asked husband what was up and he told me his friend and his girlfriend broke up a few days before the wedding and since he already RSVP'd as two, he brought a friend with him. I was pissed since I made (laughs) an exception for him and didn't want anyone random at my wedding. I had one of my bridesmaids go up to him and tell him he could stay, but can his date please go back to the hotel? This is a private event. He said, okay, and didn't make a fuss, but he left with her and didn't come back. I, I thought on everything, 
I thought that everything was fine and had a great night. My husband found out about it the next day and we got in an argument. He's mad because his friend traveled and I kicked him out without talking to him. I didn't kick him out, just his date. Now it's a few weeks later. My husband still brings it up from time to time and his friend hasn't been answering his texts. I kind of feel bad, but it was my wedding and I didn't want any strangers there. Okay. Okay. I have thoughts. First of all, she didn't invite the girlfriend. She just invited the childhood friend plus one, correct? Yes. Okay. So if it was specifically for the girlfriend, which she already made clear it was not because she didn't really know the girlfriend anyways, then she should have invited him and invited the girlfriend. Yes. That's not what she did. That's smart. Yeah. She invited him plus one. Now she made an assumption and that didn't end up panning out for her, but I think it's very unfair, especially for someone who traveled far when you knew he was going to bring a plus one Mm -hmm. and you already were okay with that to get upset and ask them to leave. And also, of course he left with her. Like what a horrible thing to be in the middle of a wedding to tell someone to leave and go back to the hotel when they, she was invited. She was his plus one. So she didn't crash the wedding at all. And if you're having a small intimate wedding and you want to know everyone there, then their name needs to be on the invitation. That way they know they can't just bring a plus one. I don't think, I don't think the childhood friend did anything wrong at all. He could have asked, but I don't think he needed to. I agree. At first I was going to be like, well, I can see it both ways. But after you mentioned that, I didn't even think about the fact that she gave him a plus one, but it does say that I'm rereading through it. And it said, I did give him a plus one. Not I sent the invitation to him and his girlfriend. Exactly. There is a difference there. There's a huge difference. If you want two particular people to go to a wedding, you can write out their names. Absolutely. And then if one of them, if they end up breaking up, they can choose to come separately or the one that's going to attend can reach out to you and see if you'll let them use it for someone else. But if you just give them a plus one, like that's just an open invite. That is not for you. That's literally for your guests so that they can bring someone to enjoy their time. Right. And And that's kind of, it is awkward. I mean, I understand why some people don't can't have too many guests have a plus one because they're having to stick to a certain head count, which is completely understandable in those instances. But it is awkward for people, especially if they're traveling, to be the only person there. So especially in that case, I kind of side Absolutely. with the husband. I went to one of my really good college friends, her wedding in Miami. And of course I'm married. So my husband was also invited and he went with me. I did know two other people that were going to be there. And I knew my friend's parents like from a long time ago. So it's not like I didn't know other people, but if I was single and I only got an invitation for myself, I probably wouldn't have made it. Cause that is mm-hmm. such a big trip. Like it is a lot to ask. So yeah. I agree with you, but I don't know. I feel like she made that choice when she sent an invitation that said plus one. Yeah, I agree. Goodness. Okay. Ready for number two? Yes. 
All right. Am I the jerk for not asking my kids to come to my wedding after they RSVP? No. Here's the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already, <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. This is the first time I've read it. That's what it says for not asking my kids to come to my wedding after they RSVP. No. Okay. Here's the story. My kids were young when I left their mother. She decided that she preferred the company of another man to mine. Oh, that's so sad. I was heartbreaking, heartbroken and humiliated, but I dealt fairly in the divorce. My alimony and child support were set and I never missed one payment or a chance to spend time with my kids. Beyond our scheduled time together, I did all the dad stuff. I came to see them perform in plays, play sports. If they wanted to talk, I made myself available and I never spoke about their mother other than to say she was a good mom and they were lucky to have her. When she remarried, my alimony ended, but obviously not the child support. She had another kid with her husband. My kids were 17 and 18. When my kids were 17 and 18, their mom was diagnosed with cancer and it was very aggressive. She ended up needing a lot of expensive treatment and it ended her marriage. He left because of the debts and he could not care for her. I don't really know more than that. She didn't make it five years. I felt very bad at the time, but it had nothing to do with me anymore. I had just become engaged to my fiance. I sent my kids invitations to my wedding. This is so sad. This Ugh. is so sad. It was just a small wedding in my backyard. They both said they would not be attending. And I was heartless for getting married just two months after their mom died. I said that I understood their grief and that I hope they changed their minds. And then I dropped it. I got married on Saturday and my kids found out. They called me and said I was a D for not postponing my wedding or at least calling to ask them to come. I just said that they knew the time and place and I would have made room for them and had food if they showed up. They're both pissed at me, but I don't think I'm in the wrong for not changing my plans over the death of a woman I divorced over a decade ago. And then it says, edit, sorry, I forgot. And this is important. The invitations were sent out before she died. Also, my kids are in university. I do not live in the same city as them. From the moment their mom went into hospice care, I checked on them every day. Sometimes a call, but usually it was a text. We did not always connect, but we did connect. I don't. Okay. Anyways, the invitations went out four months before my, before the wedding, we planned the wedding to happen over winter break so that my kids and my new wife's children could all attend. We saw the kids at Thanksgiving and we all had a long cry together over their mother. They sent their RSVP just days after their mom passed away. And I think that answers, I guess, most of the questions people had for him. Well, dang it. I mean, I was going to ask, it depends on when the invitations were sent, but he answered that with his edit. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to postpone a wedding. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... It's, that's a really sad story. It's heartbreaking. That is a lot of grief. So yes, it is. I understand the emotions, but I do not think that he's in the wrong. I don't think that he's in the wrong either. I think his kids are in a hard place, both in, in life in general, but also with their mother passing away. Mm -hmm. And it does sound like 
he wishes that he had communicated more clearly the open invitation if they changed their minds. But even with that, he did not, it, from what he wrote, he didn't even get upset with their answer. Like he was sad, but it doesn't sound like he was angry with them. Yeah. So I'm going to say, no, I don't think that he's the jerk at all. Oh, that was a heartbreaking one. I know. I'm really sad now. Yeah. There it's so sad whenever we work with weddings that are dealing with loss and stuff like that. Um, because you want it to be a very happy time and sometimes it's not like they're not able to shift a date around very easily. And it's, there's a lot of emotions. Well, it is a backyard wedding, so I'm not sure how much flexibility they had with that. But even, even with backyard weddings, you're right. It's not, even if he wanted to have moved the wedding, it doesn't sound like he would have been able to. It also sounds like that they RSVP'd well in advance. So they had time to change their mind and they knew he didn't change the date. So if that's something that they'd wanted, they could have also talked to him about that too. Yeah. I did forget that you said that it was a backyard wedding, Mm -hmm. but I mean, still with that, they're still catering and any type of like event rentals that you are using. So yeah. Oh, that one's sad. Are you ready for the next one? I hope this one isn't sad. Yes, I am ready. All right. So this one is, am I the jerk for removing my friend as a bridesmaid because she missed the bachelorette party? I have a longtime friend, let's say Sandy. I've known since elementary school. We no longer reside in the same city, but correspond frequently and we see each other during major holidays. Our parents are friends and remain in our hometown. Prior to asking my friends to be bridesmaids, I made it clear that I understood everyone was so busy. So I had no expectations that they would participate in every wedding event, bridal shower, wedding dress viewing, help with favors, etc. The only thing I cared about was the bachelorette party because it was the one event where I felt like we could all finally get together. We're all in the same friend group, but live all over. Everyone was on board except Sandy, who said she was not in the mood to travel. I asked if it would help if we had the party in her city, and she said, sure. We spent months planning, and the first night when we went to dinner, she texted about an hour beforehand and said she had forgot she had plans with her other visiting friends and had to cancel. During the weekend-long trip, she literally only came out for two for a two-hour wine tasting and a brunch the next day. I could tell everyone was trying to keep a happy face for me, but we're all irritated that we basically planned a trip around Sandy, who couldn't be bothered to show, even though she was part of the planning process. I reached out to her afterward to see if something had happened. Maybe she had an issue at home, if she was okay, but she was pretty flippant. Do you know what that word is? Flippant, like adamant. Oh. But like usually it's more dramatically so. Like with Okay, flair. I've never heard that word before. 
She was pretty flippant, and I could tell that she simply wasn't interested in hanging out with everyone. At one point, she even said that Sundays were her rest day, and if she missed it, then it would ruin the rest of her week. Oh, that is so rude. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I had to interrupt that to say that. She didn't even care when I expressed how disappointed and hurt I was, and at that point, I angrily told her that if she couldn't be bothered to come on a trip she helped plan, then I didn't want her part of my wedding. I was also pretty hurt because she asked a lot of me during her wedding, and I flew in three times to help her prep as a bridesmaid. Not that I expect a tit-for-tat thing because I chose to help. I just felt like it was an indication of the difference in care between us. Sandy was pretty insulted and called me a high maintenance bridezilla on social media. The (gasps) entire bridal party is split up in opinion and things are pretty tense. Some of my friends feel like I should just suck it up and keep the peace, but others, but others are sick of Sandy's selfishness in their opinion. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, sassy Sandy. I yes I love that yes sassy Sandy the whenever she said that Sundays are her rest day and then it would throw off the rest of her week or ruin the rest of her week that made me angry well that's that's even if you're an introvert and that is your recharge time which we all deserve recharging time this is something that she was part of planning she didn't just say yes to coming to her city she was a part of planning it so she should have known that that wasn't going to happen on that Sunday so that's just very selfish I mean don't get me wrong we all have different types of love languages that like the bride that wrote this flew out to help her multiple times with her own wedding that is so sweet and that was probably her way of being involved and showing her that she was there for her That doesn't mean that Sandy's love language is the same thing. So you cannot expect her to do that and reciprocate it just based on that alone. But I feel like Sandy made it very clear that she was not interested in being a a part of this wedding at this point. Yeah. The fact that they all planned it in her hometown or where she was living at the time. Can we also talk about how nice it sounds like this bride and bridesmaids are that she said that everyone was trying to make it all happy and kept the peace. Yeah. So there was no drama about it or things said the bride called her to see if something had happened. She didn't assume the worst. She was checking on her friend. I think that that's really nice. Yeah. That is so sweet. But yeah, I think Sandy's sassy. The bride is too nice. And maybe everyone would enjoy the wedding festivities more if if Sandy was a guest. Yes, I agree. Or part of the welcoming committee, something more low-key, mm-hmm. but still honored-ish. Yes, I agree. Do you have any other thoughts to it? No, I I do think that I've said this before, and I will say it a million times. If you don't feel comfortable with somebody in your wedding party, then it's not going, like, if they're not all in, it's not going to add to your wedding day. I agree. So 
I think that if she wasn't all in in the bachelorette party, um, then she won't be all in on her wedding day. Well, she didn't do the bare minimum. So even if she had had a bad week and still showed up, I feel like that's good. But she she couldn't even do that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I hate to see wedding parties shrink size. But for all of our listeners, just for the record, I feel like it's pretty common that wedding parties end up a little bit smaller than they originally started because of an assortment of reasons. So if you're in the same position, don't feel bad. It's still going to be great. Yeah. Okay. You ready for another one? Yes. I hope this one's not sad because I can't handle that. Okay, here we go. Am I the jerk for not allowing my brother and his wife to take wedding pictures on my wedding? Oh, no. <laughs> um, what? Yep. I don't know. Right, um, it does say story. the writer does say, excuse me for any grammar mistakes. English is not my first language. So here okay. we go. I'm going to write the names and ages first to make sure that this story is easier to understand. Husband and I are 34 and 35 brother, Jack and sister-in-law Hannah are 22 and 24. Okay. So we're talking about like a decade plus gap here. Here we go. Husband and I recently got married about a week before the event, Jack and Hannah, which is brother and sister-in-law asked if they could take their wedding pictures as well after our ceremony and during the reception. I asked if they met with every, when everything was over, but they clarified that they wanted people in the pictures. The reason for the request is because they eloped. So they didn't get to have the whole wedding experience. They wanted the pictures to show their future kids and hang on their future home. I can understand why they would want to do that. So I told them that they could take pictures, but either before the events or after the guests have left. That's because they plan to come dressed in wedding attire. Oh, and I didn't want them to be wearing that during the wedding. They tried to convince me to change my mind, but I stood my ground. Good for her when they could take the pictures and they ended up saying that they just didn't want to take the pictures anymore. I thought nothing of it and just carried on with my life until the day of the wedding, when they arrived with a photographer and Hannah sister-in-law was wearing a long white dress. Oh no, Hannah. The guests had already arrived. So I told my maid of honor to please tell them to change clothes. Hannah and Jack refused, so the groomsmen had to kick them out. After the wedding, my mother asked where they were, and I told her. She agreed that they shouldn't have done it, but that I could have let it slide since they were already here. She also said that everyone who attended the wedding knew who the couple was, so it's not like they could have caused any confusion. I'm beginning to feel bad because they just wanted to have nice memories and pictures to show in the future. And I ruined that for them. My husband and maid of honor say I did nothing wrong, but I just feel like they're biased. Am I the jerk? And I apologize and offer to pay them back for the photographer. If I am. No, no, she is not the jerk. Okay. I'm in my like 
good boundaries era. So I have so many things about this. She put her boundaries up. She gave them an exception because it's her brother and sister-in-law. She was allowing them to do this and they still couldn't respect her boundaries. Yeah. Also, I'm going to, from a vendor standpoint, I don't know many photographers that would be okay with that. I think that a lot of photographers I know draw the line at family photos versus wedding day photos where they don't just go around taking a bunch of family portraits. So I don't think that a lot of professionals would even be okay doing this. Yeah. Also, this is my era. I told you I'm in my good boundaries era. How in the world is she feeling bad and like she ruined it for them? It was her wedding day, her photographer. They didn't hire a photographer or plan a photo session and that's not her responsibility. Yeah, I, I think that it was very nice of her to say that they could take photos. I think that, I think that some people, I think that that's even fair to ask with some family members. I know that that might also be a little like kind of a heated comment, but no, I I think every family and relationship is different. And I think that there are lots of, um, relationships where that would be perfectly acceptable and not step on toes yeah but she made it clear like you're saying she set the boundary she said I like this is when you can do that and they showed up in a wedding dress that's that's very rude (laughs) it is yeah that's like a story that I've never even heard of anything kind of like that happening that is that seems like out of a movie. Oh, it, it truly, truly does. I agree. That's really sad. Hopefully everything's resolved for them and they are on a good, in a good place now, but that is unfortunate. And I mean, they could have come back with different clothes on Mm -hmm. if they wanted. Yeah. And no, that she is not the jerk. That's been the easiest one to answer so far. <laughs> I agree. All right, Jenna, do we have one more or is that it for today? Um, I don't have another one pulled up. So that's, that's it. I think I'm excited <laughs> for next time though. These are so fun. <laughs> Except for the sad one today. I, I know yeah. we don't field them first and I like that it's like live in the moment reaction, but maybe we can find somebody to field them for us. So we don't do that again. Cause that made me feel very sad. Yes. That was so sad. Well, if anybody that's listening has any stories that you want us to read and react to, that would be super fun. Unless if they're really sad, then don't send them our way. I literally, my jaw was on the floor the entire time you were reading that I was like this is so sad well and for these since we like to record them live like almost like completely like unedited like raw (laughs) it was really hard for me because I just wanted to stop and be like stop let's go on to a different one because that that had a lot of feelings in it and a lot Mm -hmm. happening and if those people ever hear this I hope they know that 
we recognize what a tricky field that is to navigate. And Mm -hmm. if any of our listeners are in a tricky situation as well, just know that you guys can get through it with great communication together. As long as you leave room for grace and understanding is my biggest suggestion. Yes, I, that is very awesome. Very well said. Um, and I do want to clarify, I don't think that I mentioned this, but I don't think that anybody was the jerk in that situation. I think that it was something that was just very hard to navigate. I agree completely. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Um, Even though it did get kind of heavy a little bit, we hope that it gives you a different perspective of planning that it takes your mind off of your to-do lists and tasks. And if you're navigating your own tricky situation, maybe it gave you a reason to relate, laugh, or be like, whoo, Lisa, I'm not dealing with that one. Either way, we cannot wait for next time. And when you guys tune in to hear behind the party. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, you can find us at Behind the Party Podcast on Instagram. We want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or email behindthepartypodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait. See you next time.